Hello, 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 dear Spin Sisters. On today's episode, we're going to talk about It's Just Spilled Milk. I'm Calamity Jane. And I'm Roxy. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Hey, so before we get started, we always like to, to uh, begin each episode with a moment of gratitude. Roxy, let's do you today. What are you grateful for? Well, it's also based a little bit on what our episode's going to be all about, even though we titled it It's Just Spilled Milk. It's the concept of Are we more of a yes person or a no person with a first response to stuff? And I want at this point in my life to learn how to do both more gracefully. Sometimes it is a yes and I mean it. And yet sometimes it's a no. So I'm grateful for the wisdom that I have gained of when it is a yes or no. Yeah, knowing yourself a little bit better. Yeah, that sounds great. So on today's episode, we mentioned at the last episode that we were going to spend some time taking off of the idea that we are born wired a certain way. So that Mm -hmm. uh, nature concept. We're going to move into this episode being more around nurture. And what we mean by that is, so you're born into your original family unit, Mm -hmm. whatever that looks like. We're not going to talk about how many kids, parents, all that stuff, but you're born into and are raised by A family unit. Some type of unit. Some type of unit. Today, we're going to talk more about you are, you have this inherent personality. You're extroverted, you're introverted, you're, you figure out a way to get along. Mm -hmm. So in your family unit, we're going to talk today about what are those learned behaviors that take on sort of a habitual behavior for you of coping, you know, coping mechanisms. Mm -hmm. How do you understand that your family may look different than you, may act different than you? What do you need to do to get along in that family unit. Cope, survive. Cope, survive. Sometimes it's good right. coping skills and sometimes right. it's not. Yeah. Kind of like the yes, no, Lucy <laughs> Ethel, moving forward, looking at it now from the nurture standpoint. Right, right. Talk to us just for a minute about the title. It's spilled milk. Oh, it's just spilled it's milk. Just, yeah. Well, one of my earlier memories of me in the ner- the environment, the family I was dropped into was that way back when it was very a, a small town, German environment, very serious, quite mm-hmm. serious, stoic. There was a lot of good things, so mm-hmm. it's not about mm-hmm. bashing it. But one thing I remember is how serious mm-hmm. dinner time was when mm-hmm. I was really little, like mm-hmm. five. And I just wanted to really have fun and joke and laugh. And that just wasn't allowed at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me why. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. And so I found that with time, I my coping mechanism was I would start, it was almost like a tick. I would start shaking my left <laughs> leg because I couldn't really mm-hmm. contain myself. I mm-hmm. wanted to say something stupid or funny, mm-hmm. but I couldn't. Mm-hmm. And so I would start shaking the leg. And then what that ended up with when I went to try to grab my milk, I hit my milk almost like every night and and I would get the frown and the oh my gosh there she is again trying to rock in the boat and I would just really want to say to them it's just milk it's Mm -hmm. just spilled Mm -hmm. milk but I found early in life my coping mechanism in that environment was kind of defiant I didn't Mm -hmm. mean to be that Mm -hmm. I was trying to just figure out how to fit in but I felt Mm -hmm. like I didn't Mm -hmm. and so defiant Go against the flow, even if it was negative attention, get some attention, shake it up a bit. Yeah, so push shake back on, on the norm of your family unit, of what, like what? just not conform. Correct. So which meant then you took on sort of a battle stance. I took on a battle yeah. stance, Jane, and I also mm-hmm. tried to run away too. Mm-hmm. So it was like, <laughs> I guess I tried both, fight, like, and if you can't do that, I'm out of here. I know I don't belong here. I, I don't know. Out of here. <laughs> How about you? 
Well, for me, it goes along with what we talked about last episode of this introverted, try to make everything tidy and clean and neat. And I I think as I got older, that coping mechanism was my family felt a little out of control. My parents were very young. They were often out of the household working. Both of them had to work. Mm -hmm. And I just remember the more that I could make everything pretty and calm Mm -hmm. and behave, you know, the more I could just not be one of the ones that caused any problems. You didn't spill your milk, did you? I didn't spill milk at all. I I was the one that would clean up the milk. Oh, dang it. You should have been my sister. (laughs) So there were times when I, I mean, I remember milk moments too, which is kind of funny that you had a spilled milk moment. But mine was more about, we all had milk at dinner. And we... I wanted to laugh too. I mean, I there was that fun part of it that we didn't have a lot of fun either for different reasons. There would be something funny that a brother or sister would say, and I would crack up so hard and try so hard to be not making a mistake or getting dirty or anything, but I would spew milk out of my nose. Oh. I'd be laughing so hard and then be, I'd be all over the place. And that was like the big joke of... You could do that at your dinner table and get away with it? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Spilled milk in a different way. So that that's what we want to talk about. Coping is, mechanisms. Yeah. What are those things that, yeah. that you don't even know it's happening? Right. And it's not all bad. There's some things that I learned about that coping mm-hmm. of being defiant. And right. That it's not all bad. Right. But we're looking at that one part of how did you cope? Right. How did you cope? And then did it work out that there was good and bad to that coping? So we, you know, you started out the the episode with yes or no. So you mentioned earlier in the episode that, you know, this yes or no idea, are you a yes person or a no person? And I think we'll spend a little bit of time now talking about what we mean by that. When I remember a time I thought I was always a yes person. I said yes to every single thing. And again, it goes to that conformity. So Mm -hmm. unlike you, I would never have my own opinion. I would just say yes, even though I didn't want to. I would not buck the system. I wanted everything to just be mellow, not mm-hmm. not cause any problems. So I it worked for me as I grew up because I would say yes to everything that came along, even if it was scary. Mm-hmm. And so that gave me a lot of opportunity that I might not have otherwise had. So yeah. there was, you know, there's always positive and negative to the to the coping behaviors. You said no a lot. You know, no, I'm not going to conform. No, I'm not going to do this. Um, no, no, I'm not going to be quiet. No, I'm not going to be quiet. No, I'm not going to live here. Well, <laughs> yeah, away. I did try <laughs> right. my little place in case. Right. Yeah. So that's what we mean by yes and no. We'll give you an example, a story. I said yes to a retreat several years ago that has changed my life. And I was scared to death and I almost backed out of it. But I had committed to my boss and to other people and the idea of saying no, even at that age. It didn't even, it didn't even enter my mind to say no. Wow. So I say, yes, I'm going to fly to a retreat in Hawaii. So it was really exciting. Yeah. A little scary. (laughs) There's a yes. (laughs) I was going to be around a lot of women who we were all going to talk about ourselves and all that scary stuff. Yeah. But I did say yes. And, and I probably also didn't back out and say I was sick or something because a friend was also going. So we were in it together. So that helped a little bit. But when I was in the airport waiting to get on the plane, I saw a book that said The Year of Yes, Shonda mm. Rhimes. I, I had no idea who she was, but I picked up the book because I thought it really sounded interesting that, it, you know, what if you said yes to everything or what if you didn't? And I wanted to know this woman who had a hard time saying no. So I pick up the book 
And lo and behold, she But wait is, a minute, is that true? I thought she always said no, and her sister... Right, so what would, the, yeah. what would this woman be like, me, I mean, oh, okay. who said no, you know, as an option? Like, is that really an option? Oh. This woman apparently said no her entire life, and here she was spending a year as a research test, whatever, study... Yeah on what would happen if I said yes to everything, everything. a challenge from her sister. Yeah. I was that person that said yes to everything. What would it be like if I actually stood my ground and said, I don't want to? I see. <laughs> I you tried the to. other side. I tried try the, the other, other side. side. So I thought this is interesting. But what was really interesting about her was a friend of mine had told me about Grey's Anatomy. And I watched every single show. And then I went on to Scandal. And I just loved those shows. And all the ladies were talking about them. And it was pretty cool. I had no idea that Shonda Rhimes was actually the writer of every single and one I of those episodes. And I think producer too. I mean, amazing. Yeah. Woman. Amazing woman. And what grabbed me about the book was how could this woman who was brilliant, yeah, you know, perspective, right? We we look at her and say, "Wow, you know, you lucky girl." You know, well, yeah. look at what you've done. A lot of her book was a story about growing up and and how she within <laughs> this family unit of a lot of PhD successful people yeah, high functioning high functioning she spent her time in the pantry <laughs> playing with her canned goods yeah and so coping right yeah. with with all this like high pressure high energy family she was in the pantry creating and and make believe make believe in her head her stories yeah, yeah. and so that then really worked for her that, that coping mechanism of being this dreamer this creator and she could just put out oh. in no short order a lot of amazing episodes and and yeah series of these like repeated I don't know how many times several years of repeated episodes amazing woman and I thought how could she not say yes to everything how could she be afraid of anything so her story really uh, resonated with me because she did she was challenged by being by living small within this gigantic world all of us that were looking at her were thinking wow that this woman's amazing she would say no to the opportunities to be bigger than she was you know like speak public speaking writing books all of those things that putting would, herself out there right, physically outside like she's of the a brilliant right. writer producer right but living um hidden is the word is that fair at fair yeah. she was she was hiding herself behind her brilliance right Thus, the always doing the no, 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 right. no, because I can understand that in terms mm-hmm. of you feeling like everybody mm-hmm. wants a piece of me, probably her. Right. <laughs> but, um, and then her sister saying, I want you to do yes for yeah. a whole yeah. year. Yeah. Get yourself out there so people know, oh my God, you wrote that, you produced that, you did that. Right. That, that sort of started this. And then I remember telling you about the story, and then you read the book too. But what an amazing person. But literally, the, the physical idea that somebody would be hiding in a pantry. That, I mean, that's a pretty cool visual of what it means to live small and to not be your biggest self. So she did this. She lived this year of, yeah, she wrote a book. She did all this. She never said no to anything. She couldn't. Um, Amazing. Yeah. That's sort of how we started this yes, no idea. Are you a yes person or a no person? I certainly was a yes person for most of my life. Coping behavior. Coping. Maybe it's a female trait too. Mother, caregiver. At some point, do women... Lose themselves. lose themselves. Yes. Do I they know. lose themselves in in this life that they don't think about whether or not they want it? Of course they want it. They they want to be married. They want to have children. If that's or maybe if maybe that's not. your yeah. story, yeah. they want whatever they want at the time. And nobody, their mother, nobody can tell them otherwise. Nobody can say, "Oh, please, you know, don't do it like I did it." Advice from the wise: do it this way. And that's what that female, that teenage angst, I think, of 
here's a mother trying to guide her daughter to make different choices, when in reality we're sort of hardwired for a lot of those choices right. that we make that, that do give, give us the opportunity to lose ourselves along right. the way. And I was thinking for myself when I was doing the early on coping no behavior, defiant behavior, you can't tell me what to do, stand <laughs> my ground behavior, still of a coping behavior. Right. Because I felt if I didn't do that, I would... Not survive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You would lose yourself. I would really lose myself and like, you know, of being um, controlled. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's... So good and bad. So how did that work out in a positive way for you? Well, it definitely taught me early coping behavior to learn how to stand my ground, to learn how to (laughs) say no a lot. I don't think so. You can't tell me what to do. You can't boss me around. There's a plus in that because mm-hmm. you you do learn early on to stand your ground. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, mm-hmm. and what I've learned hopefully in all my years now on planet Earth is doing that also as a protective mechanism mm-hmm. of how many times could I have said yes? Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be eaten alive by whatever mm-hmm. boogeyman, whatever, whatever. To approach life more softly and mm-hmm. everything isn't a battle for me to stand my ground. Mm-hmm. What we're not saying, young women that are listening, is don't do what we did, do what we did. What we're trying to Who impart knows? is that it is what it is. We're born with some traits. We, we do, Our we environment take on, does yeah, form yeah. us. Right. We take on behaviors. We cope. We learn mm-hmm. Some of that works out to our advantage. Sometimes it doesn't. There's good and bad. What we're trying to, to say is that once you get to a certain age and you can look back and you can say, it, you know, have I chosen my path, mine, my authentic path, not somebody else's, not conforming like I did to my family so that I would be seen. So I wanted to be the good girl and be seen. Whatever that is, it is what it is. Does it work out for you now? You know, do you want to look at that and say, you know, I, I could start saying yes more often, or I could start being softer and, and live life in a more like less angst way. Battleground way. Or what yeah. is a no's no? Right. And I right. remember my mother used to say, no is a complete sentence. <laughs> yeah, There's but, times yeah. that it's a no. Yeah, There's a right. lot of times yeah. that it's just no. That's interesting. That I love that complete sentence. With an explanation. Point now, now you know. Wonder why? Probably now I had a no defiant attitude. No, <laughs> no, I don't have to speak very much. I just yeah. have to say no. So that's what we're getting at, and and Sean does a great example. The other thing that we wanted to talk about was, you know, where are we now? So at whatever age you are, if you say, "I look in the mirror and I hardly recognize myself," or "Did I lose myself along the way?" or "Did I give a piece of myself that I can't get back?" Or did I, I did I not let enough in? Yes, exactly. Not just get yeah. too much away, but did I miss out on not letting enough in? Wherever you are yeah. in your life, if you took a look at that and you had a big dream or you had something that was eating away at you that you haven't done yet or you haven't tried, can you allow yourself to push past that and do it? So we have our own examples of that, some doing some really scary things, <laughs> being on Facebook Live, starting podcasts, talking into a microphone. Hopefully it's loud things. enough now. Last time yeah. it wasn't loud enough. I was worried about being too loud because Lambity Jane's got a wonderful soft radio voice and I, I'm figuring it out. Roxy's <laughs> figuring it out. Right. Those are some examples of do it, you know, do, be, be afraid, do it anyway. It wasn't very long ago that I was labeled a people pleaser, and I I, never, I didn't even understand what those words meant. I actually had to look them up. It's like, what, what's a people pleaser? And I truly understood that my entire life had been about other people. 
Wow. That's that coping yeah. mechanism that worked sense. really well yep. for me. Yeah. Um, my husband would often say to me, you know, people just gravitate towards you in parties or that's true. People want to, you know, you're just so easy to be around. That's a plus. That's a plus. And so that's the plus side of it. Right. But that was me not being truly authentic because there were often times when I said yes, when I wanted to say no, right. there were often times when I didn't go to bed till the middle of the night because I said yes to something um, that, that would then cause me suffering. Yeah. Um, so I did spend a lot of my life pleasing other people. Okay. And so for me, it's turned into at this age, yeah, learning to be able to say no and say it in a nice way and yeah. not be making something up. Because there's the other no's, right? There's the, oh, gee, I really wish I could, but I'm sick, or yeah. I really wish well, I could. Yeah. So yeah. you're you're fabricating right a story to say no. That's not really saying no. No. That's just getting out yeah. of something. Yeah. And so it's, and that's a lot of energy around how do you tell the story of saying no to somebody. And then you might forget what the lie was right. anyways. Right. It's exhausting. Yes, it's exhausting. So that's, a, that's an example. Anybody who's listening, are you exactly who you want to be? Are, are there things that you struggle with? And own it and then just work towards what you want to be. Yes or no, one way more than the other. You know, what do we want to hold on to and continue? What do we need to let go of mm-hmm. from... Not only, I think it's more on the nurturing side that there's more opportunity to tweak. What we come in is how we're hardwired. Mm -hmm. That's really who we are. That doesn't mean you can't tweak and change some behaviors. I got to say too, I think who you are at your core is who you are at your core. We're talking more like yes, no, things that you are able to shift and grow and change Mm -hmm. if you choose. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and if you do own that personality trait and are proud of it, then you work through growth. Mm-hmm. your own way, your authentic way. I'm still struggling with saying yes to a lot of things. And and people say, you have a big bandwidth, you can handle a lot of stuff. I've said that, yeah. You know, there, there is, that's the positive side of it. There is some truth to that. Am I always doing what I want to be doing? Am I always being who I want to be? And I, the, I'm still working on that, to your point. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm an introvert. I know that I'm a creative person. I'm left-handed. I, I know that my happy place is alone somewhere doing something i i that cracked me up because i could picture myself in a pantry playing with the canned goods so cool change it doesn't happen overnight it doesn't have to be dramatic Mm -hmm. either it can just be a little like shonda i'm going to practice saying yes for a year you know can i practice saying no for a year one thing that I did that challenged me was to do that Facebook Live thing for oh. 70 days in a row or something, wow. which sounded, and I, I was just watching those recently, and literally my voice changed over a period of weeks, where at first it was really quiet and shy, and I remember a lot of times people saying, what did you say? What did you say? So that fear of voice would come out, and I would be mm-hmm. a lot quieter and shyer than I wanted to be in that situation mm-hmm. that was a scary thing to do but that's just like one little challenge of not hiding anymore not living small just mm-hmm. jumping in there and being true so that's an example but do you have you think <laughs> of one like well one funny one that's coming to my mind of because remember i'm kind of come from the more of the no you can't make me side <laughs> that i remember with doing this whole calamity jane and roxy journey that we're on calamity wanted me to learn how to get on facebook and facebook live and the goal was good is to try to engage our listener or facebook follower of sharing the journey with us if they wanted to and i totally remember saying i will never go on facebook <laughs> and jane Conley said Never say never. Well, people out there, I'm on Facebook. Under Dear Spin Sisters. 
that's that's hard for me. Mm-hmm. The, the draw the line in the sand, you know, that I can't do that. I won't do that. Yeah, right? you can't make me yeah, do that. Yeah, it's like the, you're writing your book, you know, shut your mouth. I There's no way I can even come up with more than a couple pages of words. And then, you know, you pour out this amazing story. It's that practice behavior of I can't, I won't. So the no, 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 or the yes, 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 yes. whichever one you are, ladies out there, challenge yourself because you probably have worked out a way that that is a coping mechanism Mm -hmm. and it works for you. And it it blocks you from having a better life. (laughs) Can. Can. Definitely. Can. And you know, the thing about the shut, this is kind of funny, I think, because the book we wrote together, Shut Your Mouth, it's actually shut your mouth advice I ignored. Um, Mm -hmm. There's the no piece and lessons she she taught me and it's about my mother-daughter relationship to the point of yes no I was told I think a lot of people of our children of our generation were perhaps told shut your mouth well I never did be seen and not heard yes and I just refused to shut my mouth mm-hmm. and there's pluses and minuses that's right <laughs> and here we are good bad think about it mm-hmm. we'll um, as we had mentioned earlier join us on Facebook every Sunday we'll be right. together in the evenings just try, uh, continuing the conversation if you should want to join us, we'll be there. And that, you know, we always want to end with a quote. And we found a really great one by Shonda Rhimes that really is very fitting, which is, you know, I am not lucky. You know what I am. I am smart. I am talented. I take advantage of the opportunities that come my way and work really, really hard. Don't call me lucky. Call me a badass. Go girl. So I do, I do really love that because we're going to go into our next episode is, is around being a good girl. Supposedly. Be a good girl. What's that mean? What does that mean? And that idea that you're either you are pretty or you're not. You're either smart or you're not. You're, you're either, either good or you're yeah, bad yeah. or you're naughty yeah. or you're nice. And if you are the thing that another woman wants wants out of life, then you're lucky. Yeah, um, without lucky. thinking about the hard work that it takes to to be that person. Same thing as being a rock star, I suppose, or anything that takes exactly. A lot of hard it's work. a lot of hard work. Yeah. It's not like oh, I fell off the turnip truck yesterday. <laughs> so affirmation motto end of the end of the episode for everybody. Want to remind everybody that this is how we try to live our lives. Go with the flow while doing my best. Change what you can and let go of the rest. Yeah, let it go. Let it go. Really easy to say, not so easy to do. do. I'm Calamity Jane. And I'm Roxy. Peace Peace out. out.